0: All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome into another edition of the Huda discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we are recording from the Vivid Seats studio. Use the promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. So, wow, just what a game the Saints played last night. Against the Texans. They end up winning this one 30 28 on the leg of Will Lutz, 58 yard field goal for the win. Just wow, what a way to start the season. That's really all you can say. A crazy last minute, three scoring drives, and two lead changes in the final 50 seconds. So just wow, that's all you really can say there because. It's a crazy game, crazy way to start off the season, both the Saints to get the victory, and that's really all you can say at the end of this. Obviously, we're going to go really deep into this game. We're going to obviously go over some notes, as we always do. Then we're going to talk about our intriguing matchups coming into the game, see how those matchups played out, and then we'll finish with our group-by-group recap and grade each uh, group here going from quarterback all the way to like special teams and coaching. So it's going to obviously be a fun episode. The Saints obviously to get the win and that's obviously gonna make it a fun episode. But there were obviously a lot of things to clean up here and by a lot of people it wasn't just obviously the Breeze pick was big and obviously the refs have to clean up some things that so the Saints almost lost this game because of some questionable calls. Yeah, that happened for sure, but the Saints stepped up got the victory and that's really all that matters i think the saints teams in the past may have not won that game even last year's team i don't know if they would have won that game it's actually pretty crazy because i mean you come down you're down by a point going into 37 seconds and breeze just marches down the field and I kind of knew like they would have a shot at it. People were saying, oh, that's over, they lost. And I was just like, no, you, you got to obviously respect Drew Brees and that's such a scenario And the Texans didn't. So that's really what's going to happen. They got burned. They played back in coverage, which you really can't do against Brees because he'll just go down the middle of the field, take what you give him. And really all you need when you start at the 25, you need 35 yards. So that's three plays. If you get three plays of 15, you're in field goal range. So... That that's kind of what the Saints did here and it was just enough time to get Will Lutz into the game and he smashed that. Fit. We would have won in from like 61-62. It was a really nice kick and that's really he made up for the missed field goal to be in the first half so that's kind of just really what it is there so really good job by the Saints to win this game. Obviously they had a lot of missed opportunities early but the second half they got going so we're going to obviously get into that as well but I think we are going to start off with some notes here as the Saints did win their first opener in five years, which is pretty crazy. The last time they did it was in 2013 at the Dome. So, look, obviously it's a great start when... You can get off to a win. That's obviously very, very good. We want to know going into a few tough games after this. So it was really big to get the victory. This was a really tough game. I think we all knew that. Texans were a playoff team. They were coming in 11-2 in their last 13 games. for 13 regular season games, I should say. So they were coming in with something to play for. They won their division last year. So this is a playoff team through and through. And the Saints obviously were able to defeat them. I know it was a home game and they should have won that game. But it's still a really big victory there it was the first time Breeze threw a pick in the red zone since 2017 and that kind of started off three straight drives where the Saints couldn't convert in the red zone which was kind of tough they threw the pick then they only converted the field goal and look when you come up to that and then they missed the field goal which was in the red zone but they couldn't convert let's just say because the Saints could have been up at halftime they're down 14-3 I think they could have been up like 17 14 or even it can even been up by even more but this is kind of what it was there they weren't able to get in the red zone and score points and or score touchdowns I should say because that was obviously a big point of the game it wouldn't even have been a heroic drive by Drew Brees at the end if it wasn't for him throwing the pick they could have put up a field goal right there and that would have been that so it always comes you know points in the red zone it's obviously always huge and the Saints were able to pull this one out but you can't do that and it almost came back to, to bite the Saints. And, that, and that's what we would have been talking about if the Saints did lose. And obviously, we would have been talking about the defense, who still has those troubles in two minutes. But we will get to that just a little later. But that's kind of what it is there. There was a missed opportunity by Breeze, which is a kind of a mistake he doesn't make. Really, after that, he played a great game. I'm not going to say Breeze played a bad game. He played very, very good, in my opinion. It was vintage Drew Breeze, especially at the end. But look, that's just a mistake. That just can't happen. The Saints did have six sacks without their second and I guess third best pass rusher here without Onyamata and Rankins here they were able to still generate six sacks by the new look um, Texans uh, offensive line and didn't even seem to matter because look there was some nice playing calling by Dennis Allen with the stunts I think that was really impressive there Troy Hendrickson was winning off the edge that's just that's good play there uh, Cameron Jordan had a sack, and then they brought a few blitzes to get some pressure here. So that was obviously really big. And they didn't, the Saints didn't give up any sacks throughout their offensive line. Offensive line played absolutely amazing. It was the first time JJ Watt didn't record a QB hit, QB hurry, or uh, like a sack or a tackle in any game since 2015. So. Obviously, really good job by Ryan Ramchek to stop J.J. Watt. And the, the rest of the Saints offensive line really played well. Eric McCoy played very well. They were able to open up the run game and the pass game. So they played a really marvelous game here. I think there's nothing else you can say about that. Ted Ginn and Mike Thomas both went over 100 yards. That was obviously huge. We know Kamara and Mike Thomas are going to be the two culprits, the main culprits. And then the Saints to win games to be very successful on offense, to me, they need that a third player. A lot of people thought it was going to be a Jared Cook, or, and it's the whole season that that's what I thought it was going to be. But no, it was Ted Ginn who goes over 100 yards, made some really clutch pre- uh, catches. Excuse me, there on the last drive because without Ted Ginn, I don't think they win this game. So he made a few really nice catches, really sure-handed, and his veteran nature really helped the Saints, especially on that last drive going right down and communicating with Breeze because they were communicating at the line of scrimmage with 10 seconds. With the last bite of the game, with six seconds, they were still communicating, and that's just what you want to see. So great job by those two veterans there. That's just what you really want to see. Will Lutz, career long field goal of 58 yards, comes in game-winning fashion. Huge for it. The Saints, and obviously to just take that game and be able to win it like that is really, really big because coming in, especially with the Texans scoring like that, it just felt so much like those old Saints teams, the Minnesota Miracle, all that. It just it looked like the Saints were going to get let down again. And they were able to just sweep this one up and win it, especially with the penalty. That was a penalty. wasn't a penalty. I don't think it was a penalty, but when he misses the extra point, and I, feel like, I felt like Breeze was going to do it. I felt like he was going to get the opportunity. I thought Will Lutz was going to get the opportunity to win. Will Lutz even said it. He said, I'm going to get the opportunity to win this game. And it ended up coming true. So that's just what I felt going into that drive. I knew Drew Breeze would give this team a shot, and he did. So that's just really great job by Breeze. That's really all you can say there. The Saints did win the first down yards, penalty battles tonight. So that's obviously really big. They tied the turnover battle. So really... That's just kind of what it was. They just squeaked everything out. All these categories, they didn't win by much, but they won by enough to obviously win the game. So that's just really what it was there. So now let's get into our intriguing matchups of the game. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion and now we are going to talk about our intriguing matchups in this Saints-Texans game and we're going to start with Ryan Ramchek versus J.J. Watt and how the Saints offensive line because the Houston Texans defensive line is great so how did the Saints offensive line hold and we specifically looked at J.J. Watt versus Ramcheck and Ramcheck played better than I even expected him to play. And I was I was had some lofty goals for him in this game, and he broke through the ceiling of them. He stopped J.J. Watt in his tracks completely. No sacks from Watt, no hurries, just one holding penalty. To me, he played a perfect game, and, or very close to perfect game. One holding penalty by Ramchek, and that's it. And he went one-on-one with J.J. Watt for a lot of the game. Yes, there were stunts that were done by the Saints to try to help that with double teams and kind of tight end blocking, helping that. But mostly... It was just Ramchak, so you got to give him a lot of credit there. He was able to have good technique and able to stop J.J. Watt and all the great stuff that he does. You didn't hear J.J. Watt's name called once. You heard a lot of Whitney Merciless and those guys, but you heard nothing from J.J. Watt, so you got to give it off to Ramchak here because he played, he played like the all-pro that he is, and he played like he was one of the best right tackles in the league by far. And that's just really big. When you have Taron Armstead and Bramshack playing, it's really tough for these guys to get pressure off the end. And we saw tonight, they weren't really able to do it. Breeze obviously didn't get sacked. So that was just really, really good stuff by the Saints. And you got to give them a lot of credit being able to stop that really good Texans-D line that was ranked in the top 10 last year. So that was just a really good job there. Now we are going to look at Jared Cook. We kind of went over him versus their secondary, especially because they didn't have a very good uh, secondary. So we wanted to see if Jared Cook were able to have a big game. He doesn't have the big game, but Ginn does, and Ginn is the one that takes over in this one. Ginn made catch after catch after catch, big catches. Jared Cook only made two catches. One was on third down, one was a deep throw, so you got to give him that. But overall, Cook really was a non-factor in this game. That doesn't mean he played bad, but it just felt like he was a little of a non-factor I wouldn't say that he was like the star of the show. Like he didn't need to be, especially when Ted Ginn's playing like that. That is just good for the Saints to have even more weapons. They have a lot of weapons, and they came out with a lot of three-wide receiver sets of Saints. So it was really, looking at it, you had four or five receivers really on passing plays. You had obviously Kamara in the backfield. Then you had Mike Thomas. Traquan and Ginn, and then you had Cook on the, on the tight end outside. They usually flexed him out. So that was kind of what it was a lot of the time for the Saints. So when looking at it, it could have been either Ginn or Cook. We were just looking at Cook because I thought Cook was going to be the guy. He wasn't. It was Ginn. So his veteran nature really helps the Saints. And I think the Saints don't win this game without Ted Ginn. He made some really nice catches that were really clutch that I don't think a lot of other second receivers can make. So to me, that was just really good there and then looking at DeAndre Hopkins versus Marshawn Lattimore was a huge matchup huge matchup in this game they went at it and I know Hopkins ends up with eight catchers 111 yards and two TDs, which doesn't look good for Lattimore on the screen but he was targeted a lot and obviously Watson's gonna try to get him the ball and they fought they fought at it and I think Lattimore had some really nice breakups in this game I thought he was able to stay tough. He got Hopkins fr- frustrated a lot. Now Hop- Hopkins obviously had a big game, but I don't know, it was an even match. It was blowed for blow. And it was about 50-50 when you, when you look back onto it. Obviously, two of those catches have to be touchdowns, and one of them was a big throw. So that kind of is what it is. And a lot of these throws against Lattimore were in zone too. So it wasn't really on Lattimore. It was on other guys too. So that's just really kind of what it was for the Saints because I don't think Hopkins played – that amazing like maybe some people would think he did get 13 targets and some of those catches were in zone so it's kind of tough when you're looking at it who goes where and then a few plays like that last play should have got help over the top didn't get help over the top and then Hopkins is able to get behind the secondary and make a big catch Hopkins is one of the best receivers in this game we all know that so is it really that bad that Lattimore gave up eight catches 111 yards no to me they fought they played really good and it I think the Saints defense played fine I know they gave up 28 points which is a lot of points but to me they were just really bad in the red zone besides the red zone the Saints I think they did a good job on defense I'm not going to say they were that bad and up the middle they were gashed a lot especially by Carlos Hyde in there who had a very very good game he had 10 carries for 83 yards that just can't happen but when looking at it Overall, I think this defense did play good, especially the secondary and the cornerbacks. Besides P.J. Williams, he played very, very bad. But overall, I think they played fine, especially for a first game, because usually the Saints get gashed the first game of the season in in any year. So this was, I think, an upgrade over those, and it was enough for the Saints to win the game. We knew it was going to be high scoring, and to me, it was the team that hit 30 was going to win. That happened to be the Saints in this one, so that was very good there. Then just to put a few more kind of intriguing matchups throughout the game was going on. Trey Hendrickson stepped up in this one. Him versus Tunsil, It was really supposed to be Davenport versus Tunsil, excuse me there. But when looking at it, I think that Trey Hendrickson and Davenport played very, very well. I think Trey Hendrickson played a top-level game here, especially for what his role is. I think he played top-level. Davenport, to me, played so-so. He basically played to where he was last year, and... That's not obviously where you want to be. You want him to be better. So that's just not what we saw. Trey Hendrickson, I think, did take the third year jump. He had two sacks in this one. And I think that he should be challenging Davenport for some snaps here. I think he is going to be challenging Davenport for some sacks when Anzaloni, uh, not, excuse me, not Anzalone, when Hendrickson got his sack, his main sack off the edge. Like it was the real, the other one was a NASCAR package, but this one was just a real sack where he just went off the edge one-on-one against Tunsell, and that was when Davenport wasn't in the game. So to me, that was just a really good job by um, Hendrickson to step up. I think he played amazing, and he was able to win when his number was called. So that was, to me, really good. And then also the Saints, I did want to talk about the matchup in, in, the, in the inside, because I did think that Malcolm Brown did play very well. He plugged up his hole, but shy Tuttle and Taylor Stallworth were not able to do that. And I know both these guys are undrafted free agents, and... For me, overall, you can't really fault them. To me, they did a good enough job for the Saints to win. And they're triple, quadruple backups here. So it's hard to expect a lot from them. But they're in this game and they got to be able to step up. And they weren't. So obviously, I think this will change once you have Onyemata come back and you have Edwards. So really, I think overall, it was a good job by the Texans to exploit the Saints. But I think it wasn't enough for the Saints to lose this game, especially in the second half. They did a much better job against the run in the second half than they did in the first half. And also, you got to give it on Cameron Jordan, who lost contain a few times. So, overall, I think that's kind of what you're looking at from the -the up-the-middle defense. It wasn't very good. And also, linebackers didn't play that good either today. So... I do think the Saints have some work to do on defense, and I think they have some work to do on offense, but overall, it was a good win, and it was a good way to start the season off. I think they won enough matchups to win the game, so that's just what I feel there. So before we get into our group-by-group recap, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the who discussion and now we are going to get to our group by group recap so first we are going to start our grading off with the quarterbacks in drew breeze and to me i'm gonna give him an a minus he did and the only reason i'm giving an a minus not an a or an a plus was that in end zone pick or red zone pick i should say because it wasn't quite an end zone and that pick was look i don't think it was a bad read i think it was a bad throw that's just kind of what it was. I saw what he was trying to do, and I was listening to Deuce Wyndham last night, and he said the same thing. He wanted to loft it, and he threw a line drive. That can't happen. You know, obviously, that was a good play by the Texans, and they were able to come in there and also convert on that for a touchdown. So that's obviously a good job. But overall, when looking at it here, it was Whitney Merciless with the pick, who I think had a great game. Overall, Breeze, to me, that was just— it's. It's a play that you can't happen, and I don't care how good you are, or how good you play the rest of the game. He almost lost the Saints the game with that throw, so that's just the way it is. He was able to make up for it, and that final drive. Look, a lot of quarterbacks don't do that final drive that Breeze did. So to me, it's kind of a wash. But I'm gonna give him an A minus just because that pick is gonna bring him down. But anything other than that, he played really well. I mean, he was 32 from 43, 370 yards, two touchdowns, a pick. That's kind of what you're you're looking at for Drew Brees just without the pick. He had a 78.2 QBR and a 105.8 quarterback rating. So overall, he did play a very good game. And you're looking at those last few drives, and you're saying, "This is what the Saints should be." Especially at the in the second half, they scored uh, 70, uh, 27 points. I'm sorry there. So when looking at it, it was just a really, really good second half, and he was just surgical. You're looking at it. I'm just going to go through some of the some of these drives in the second half. He went. Again for 11 yards. Then he went to Kamara for 41 yards, and then the Murray run. Then the next drive, he goes for Kamara for 11, Kamara for 11. Then he goes to Taysom Hill. Then he goes to Ted again, Then he goes to Ted Ginn again. Then he goes to Mike Thomas. Then he goes to Ginn for, uh, Hill for the touchdown, and that was obviously really big. Then on the, when they got the short field, he was very quick. He went to Thomas. Then he went to Kamara, and then he threw it to Traquan Smith and that was a really nice throw he was able to get out of the pocket roll out and throw really a precision pass to Traquan there and then even that field goal drive he throws a very ballsy deep throw to Ted Ginn that's a really tough throw by Brees, And you think that he can't throw the deep ball anymore he threw 41 yards down the field to Ted Ginn in a third and one that was such a nice and you know what at that point I felt the Saints won the game and I thought it was over and that was a huge play to Ted Ginn I just think that that shows his arm strength's fine and you want to talk about he had a few bad throws in this game, fine. I see three bad throws. I was kind of counting throughout the game. Besides that, I think he played a wonderful game. One of his throws got tipped. He threw behind Michael Thomas once. But besides and obviously the pick. But besides that, really, he did not <laughs> had throw any other really bad throws. So that I think was big there. And then that final drive, he just goes surgical down the field. He goes, this is all no huddle. He's going to Ted Ginn. Then he spikes it. Then he goes to Mike Thomas. Then he spikes it. Then he goes to Ted Ginn again. And then they call the timeout. And then the field boom game. And that's just kind of what you're looking at there. He had great time management and clock management during that Drive and overall, he played a very surgical game. First half was tough. He did not play a good first half. He wasn't able to convert in the red zone, which is why the Saints almost lost this game. Really, but overall, he played a good game, and that's kind of what you want to see from Drew Brees throughout the season. To me, it was vintage Drew Brees here, and that's why I'm going to give him an A minus. Wasn't the best performance I ever saw from him, but it was a sure damn good one. So that was very good there. Then looking at these skill position players, I'm going to give him an A because. So many guys played well in this game. Kamara, obviously, was really good. Latavius Murray had a 7.2 average here, had a touchdown. That was big. Mike Thomas, 10 catches, 123 yards. That's huge. Ted as we said, 7 catches, over 100 yards with 101 there. Then you had Jared Cook, 2 for 37. And then Traequan Smith comes in with a touchdown. And then Taysom Hill even gets a touchdown. This team, they spread it around. And a lot of guys had some really big games for the Saints. So, overall, that's kind of just what you want to see from the Saints and kind of what you want to see throughout the rest of the year. You want to see these guys come up, play a sound game, spread the ball out, have a lot of good players, make some big plays. And that's kind of just what you wanted. And I think these skill position players played great. They weren't just relying on Kamara and Thomas, even though they were big contributors. They weren't the only players. They didn't catch touchdowns in this game. Or they didn't run in for touchdowns in this game. You had Murray get a touchdown, Drake won Smith, and then also Taysom Hill. So overall, that's just what you want to see from the Saints. I think that was really big there. And then also moving over to the online, they played amazing. They get Nate plus because they played perfect. Perfect. I mean, really, I think there was one sack. I think I said none before. There was no sacks by JJ Watt. I think there was one sack by Merciless. But besides that, I mean, when you're looking at it, that was really the game. Yeah, it was Merciless. That was really everything. They played an outstanding game. Obviously, it starts with Ramchek, who played great against Watt. I think Armstead did fine against Merciless. This wasn't his best game, wasn't his worst. Walford did get hit the pocket push back a few times, so that wasn't good, but Breeze was able to make some plays from it. I think Eric McCoy did play very, very well, good in this game, uh, excuse me, there, and he was able to do a good job, especially against the Rump. He did a great job, was able to seal up some holes inside, and the Saints ran the ball inside with ease, so that was obviously really big. Moving over to Peep. We didn't hear his name, Bob. So that's a good thing. Really, that's kind of what it is. To me, he used pretty good technique is what I can saw. see excuse me there. And he was able to patch up some run holes and do a good job there. And then finally here, I think that they just controlled the whole line. And when you control the line of scrimmage, you control the pace of play. That's kind of what you want an offensive line to do. And they were able to do that with ease. And I think, look, the Texans are a great defensive line. And now going into next week, you're playing another pretty good line with the Rams, who I think got worse because they lost Sue. But And I don't think Clay Matthews will be a problem for any of these teams. So really, I think their line got worse. And I think the Texans are a better defensive line than the Rams. So I'm expecting more of the same. They're going to have to blitz more. But overall here, I do like what the Saints did. And I do think that they're going to put a lot of teams in tough situations if the offensive line is able to play that good and at that level every week that's just going to be very hard to beat and I think all the NFL knows that. Moving over to the D line I'm going to give these guys a B plus because I think they did great against the pass especially against and get to get pressure and definitely convert on some blitzes when you have six sacks you're doing something right I think we all can agree On that, you had sacks on the D-line. I won't say the linebacker sacks because we had a few of those, too. On the D-line, you had one by Cameron Jordan, two by Trey Hendrickson, as we said, a half a sack from Malcolm Brown, a half a sack from Shai Tuttle. So that was really big there and then you had a few sacks by you had one sack by AJ Klein and one sack by PJ Williams a few sacks that weren't by the defensive line but besides that you had some really nice plays by these guys and they were able to make an impact Trey Hendrickson made a huge impact on this game put his mark onto this game Trey Henderson looks like a different player he looks definitely more technical he to me looks like more of a presence so that's really big and he looks like he's bothering the defensive lines and I think he uh, offensive line, excuse me there. And I think he's making a presence here. So that's obviously really big. And then Cameron Jordan to me played okay. I think look, he did good against the pass, bad against the run. He lost contained a few times, which is unlike Cameron Jordan. So he made some really nice plays but lost contain on a few. So that was not that good. I'd probably give him a B plus grade if I was grading it. And then looking at Davenport, I guess you give him a B B minus. He didn't do anything special. And that's just kind of what it is there. It's kind of what I, what I expected, like what I didn't want to see, but I expected it. And that was just kind of mediocre play here. It wasn't awful, but it was not good by any standards. No sacks again. And he only does one thing. He just does the bull rush, which works sometimes, and then it doesn't work other times. And you can't do that. You can't just bull rush uh, a NFL offensive linemen. They're not, you're not going to win. And... Um, <laughs> hate to break it to him but he's gonna have to learn more technical moves he's gonna have to be better than just athletically sound that was good for your first year but now you have a year tape on you and you got to come in and you got to play better so I think he could play better I think he's definitely going to get a lot of chances I think he's going to keep on starting but I do definitely want to see More from Davenport. Looking at Malcolm Brown, I thought he played a really good game. Got the half a sack, which was really nice. He was able to get pressure, but also he was able to stop the run. So I think he did a very good job. Shy Tuttle, as I said, and Taylor Stallworth. Look, to me, they were up and down the whole game. Kind of what I expected. You definitely see why they made this roster and they're going to keep on you know doing what they're doing but taylor Stallworth, we know is more of a one tech than a three tech so that was he was put into a spot he normally doesn't play in the first place and shy tuttles and i to free agent who's now starting for you know monday night football it's, it's tough and i know it is and to me he played for circumstances he played fine but going into now future weeks you want to see more from that position because if they can't stop the run there is going to be problems for this team. I think we all know that. So I, think I just got to bear down on it, fix it this week, and stop Gurley and Malcolm Brown next week. So I think that's going to be really big in that game. I think we'll be talking about it a lot in our preview episode, which will probably come out Thursday or Friday for the 1-0 Saints and the 1-0 Rams. That's going to be a fun game, as we all know it is. But we're not here to preview that game. We're here to recap this Texan game, and we'll keep on doing it by moving over to our linebackers And, again, I I thought this linebacking group was ready to go. thought they were ready to be a top 10 group. And they didn't show that today. Obviously, they weren't able to contain their own. We all know that to me Demario Davis had some good plays had some bad plays and it's usually just all good plays and all solid play wasn't that today he miscontained a few times missed a few tackles that's not what you want to see I thought Andaloni played very good but he still is kind of was lacking in the snap count because of his injury in the preseason they were just still probably working him up to that so he played good but in a limited number of snaps and then you're looking at A.J. Klein who didn't really have a good game as well so overall I'm not going to say that these guys played bad I'm gonna give them a B minus it's not like they played bad it's not like they played in the C range but they didn't play their best game by no means and I was expecting more from this group I was expecting to give this group an A minus or something and they looked like that in the first few drives but that stopped quickly when the Saints when Breeze threw that pick the momentum switched to the Texans and the Texans they got most of their points in that span they scored 14 of their 28 points in that span second half they scored uh, seven and seven but I don't know. I feel like the final drive is just, I'm not going to wash it out like it didn't count. But when looking at it, besides that drive, I think they played fine. They only gave up, I mean, they did give up four touchdown drives. which is never good. But got to take out that last drive and you get better play. And we will obviously be talking about that debacle of a final drive for the Saints defense. So obviously we're going to get into that. And obviously the Saints defense bailed them out. We'll get to that right now with the secondary. So I'm going to give the secondary a B-. B minus. They battled, and that's a really tough group there. And looking at their sat, uh, stats here, excuse me, there, you had DeAndre Hopkins, who I think Lattimore battled with, but they already went over his stats. He had a good game, but so I think Lattimore did too. They were blow for blow. They both played a very good game, and that was just strength on strength. I think both players made some plays. The Saints were able to get a pick on a. Ball intended for DeAndre Hopkins and they got 15 yards. They got him angry. They got him rattled a little bit. So I thought that was good by the same secondary. Then you would have Wolf Fuller for two catches, 69 yards. Kenny Stills had three catches, 37 yards. And then really nothing after that. So really, I think they played fine. But now, look, they have a B minus right now. If they ended up stopping the Texans, maybe they got a pick off um, uh, Watson, excuse me, there, and they would have won the game, the 27-21. I think we would uh, put put them at a B plus range, but they didn't do that. They let the Texans go right down the field in two plays and score a touchdown. So I don't know what's up. (laughs) They're not playing. When for some reason, when they get to these points where they gotta not give up a touchdown, they never come through, or they haven't been coming through. Look, they first of all, you gotta play more zone. That's the reason, and you need to play over the top. You gotta protect the deep ball the Saints didn't do either on both of those plays you had Marcus Williams I don't know if it was a missed assignment by Williams or just a play calling issue with Dennis Allen I mean you need to have either Bell or Williams back there or a CJ Garner Johnson they gotta be back there it just got to happen so that I think is going to be really important going into the season because it just it wasn't good and you'd never leave PJ Williams going deep down the middle of the field I think everybody knows that he does not do well in deep plays. So why is he out there, and why isn't he given help, even if if he is out there? I know it was in the slot, so he's got to be out there, or him, or P. Rob, and then you got to give help to him. And then going over the top to DeAndre Hopkins, you can't let DeAndre Hopkins make that play. And you gotta always, especially when it's a passing situation, they were blitzing off the edge, which they do that Von Bell blitz a lot. They do, especially late in games. They it worked. It worked against the Panthers in the two thousand seven, uh, two thousand seventeen. Excuse me, their wild card game. It definitely worked. So I think that was really good. But when looking at it, it hurts the Saints more often. Does it help them? The Minnesota Miracle. They were blitzing. They were blitzing here. They in that drive against the the, the at the end of the Rams game. Excuse me. I mean, didn't lose the Saints game. But when that game got going. They were able to kind of slow down that Saints blitz, so that was obviously big for that game. And when looking at it, that it just it's it's risky. It's so risky bringing blitz at the end of the game when you know they're passing. Get there with four guys. I'm fine with bringing the four-man blitz, but when you bring that fifth, six guys like it was on that play, with these one-on-one scenarios, especially with the Saints cornerbacks. Look, Saints. I think Latimore is great, and then I think Eli is solid. But when you're looking at beyond that, number one, they're not the fastest guys. So when looking at it, they're going to need help, especially in the end of the game. I even rather, better than blitz six, I'd rather only blitz three. Look, I don't like blitzing three. It's not what I like to do. I like to blitz four, but I'd rather blitz three than, or, you know, have three go to the quarterback than six go to the quarterback, especially in that scenario. It's just too easy. If you pick up the blitz, they're done. And when you have no timeouts, let them, let them march down the field. And then, you know, at the end of the game, you can shrink down, but you can't let those big plays happen at the end of the game. It's got to stop. And if Dennis Allen's going to keep on doing that, it's going to be tough to justify him to be in this position late in games. Because if the Saints keep on getting burned late in games, I'm not going to say you got to fire him because they have been playing very good, especially as the season goes on. But they have burned too much at the end of the games. They give up leads way too much, and they shouldn't because they they were playing they they played good up to the point, and then with a minute left or two minutes left or thirty seconds, they just implode on themselves. And you just can't let that happen. That's so integral. So enough on that, but it's gotta stop. And I know the Saints ones so are all happy, so it doesn't matter, but you gotta get that corrected for next week and for the weeks on coming because that could be a lot of wins and losses that are just balancing in the you know, in the system here. You know, obviously the Saints were able to get enough time to score here in this game. Maybe the next game they don't. So that's just kinda what I'm thinking about here. And the Saints have to close games, especially in the playoffs, that's gonna be even most important. You gotta be able to close out games when you have the lead late and fuck they didn't and they ended up coming back and winning so it is what it is here I feel like the Saints always played these crazy games and that did continue into week one of 2019 and then special teams and coaching I'm gonna give an A- minus here special teams you had some really high highs and some low lows you had one missed field goal by Lutz but it was a 56 yarder that's tough there and obviously he booms the game winning kick the reason the Saints win is probably on Lutz's foot here so to me Good job by Lutz able to hit the field. goal. Well, that's why that they really get that A-grade. minus I think Sean Payton did a fine job coaching. I think he out-coached O'Brien in many facets of the game. I think Dennis Allen did have a good game coaching up to that final drive, which just perplexes me because he had really some really nice stunts he called and some really nice creative ways to kind of cover that three-tech spot that the Saints were obviously thin at. He put Davenport there a few times. So overall, that was really big there. So when looking at this... That that group, I think they played fine. Deontay Harris did have a few mistakes with a fair catch. He called a fair catch and he still ran, which is just like these little things. But to me, he had more uh, positives than minuses coming out of this game than negatives. I really should say coming out of this game. So I thought I thought that was fine. And then looking at, it, I think Morstad had that that kick from like he started at like the 30 and then he just boomed it. I think it was a 55 yarder and he got it inside there like two. And I know it didn't matter. They drove right down the field, but. Those types of plays matter to me, and I think that was just really big. They ended up punting on the drive, but to me, that um, they were able to get to like, midfield or something, and then they were pushed back a few times, a sack by Hendrickson. So that's really what it was a really nice pump by Morstead, and I think that was really, really big. But overall, finals kind of looks of this game. It was a heartbreak, a heartstopper, I should say, not a heartbreaker. Would have been a heartbreaker if it wasn't for the heroics of Breeze and Lutz and Ted Ginn. So overall, you will take the win and move forward, but still a lot of work to do. This, this game reminded me a lot of that Cleveland game. And also one more thing with the special teams, CJ Gardner-Johnson making that penalty at the end of the game. I, and I want to talk about this before we sign off here because I think it's important. The refs almost m- messed the Saints up again. So with with two minutes, with, in the two-minute drill, the Saints were running. There was a play. It was a third and 17. Michael Thomas picks it up, and they review it because they didn't call it at first. And I, I think we all know, so I don't really want to go over it. But these refs, I mean, you got to be at this point and this point in the NFL history with the Saints and the refs. That, that game had to be perfect, and it just wasn't. And it wasn't perfect, and it was in the Saints' way. It was not in the Saints' favor of winning this game, which is, it was, it's bad. It's bad for the NFL, number one, because you're, you have Saints fans coming out in refs jerseys. So that wasn't good, especially for the NFL. So that's not good. And then they do it, they have two bad calls in this game. Not only did the 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 two minute drill and then the extra point to win this game here, that's not a roughing kicker. Maybe it's a running into the kicker, which wouldn't that would have been on the kickoff. So a roughing the kicker though makes the re-kick. And that just can't happen. That loss against the game, I think that would have been be coming on here, probably talking to the refs, probably talking about Drew Bree's pick, and probably talking about this defense imploding on itself in the final drive. So Will Lut saved us from all that, Bree saved us from all that, but overall <laughs> The refs, I think, are they're now they're towing a fine line with the Saints fan base, and we all know that the they cheated the Saints now. <laughs> it's and then every bad call on the Saints that gets called during the season is gonna get amplified because of that. So that I think I think the refs should know that. So next game, just don't make those bad calls to the Saints. I just want a well-repped game. We all do. So I think coming in, that's really what it is there. But the Saints got the win. That's really all that matters here. Going into the next week, I thought the offense did play good enough to win this game. I thought the defense played good enough to win this game. So good enough that they did win the game. So it was a close margin. As I thought it was going to be a close game. But the Saints win it. So that's always good stuff so with all that said i think it's time to wrap up this podcast if you enjoy what we're doing here at the who Dat discussion and haven't followed us on our various accounts you can follow us on twitter at the who Dis, on instagram at who Dat discussion and then also you could subscribe to anywhere you're listening to your podcast that means itunes spotify google play all that fun stuff there so really great win very happy obviously i was like the whole night last night and when he made that kick i just burst it out and just yelling. Because it was a lot, it was, you know, the blood pressure went up last night. So I think we all can agree on that. But overall, good win for the Saints to start the year off. And for the first time since 2013, the Saints are 1 0. So I think on note, we're going to wrap it up. So with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and hoodash.